Hey, what's going on? It's Darren with Big Darv Talk Shit. And today I am with Ronnie and my Hutterite brethren, Silas. Um, today we're just going to be talking talking some shit. Um, we're going to talk about uh, mostly small business and how COVID-19 or coronavirus has affected our own small businesses and how we're going to move forward. I'm going to probably make fun of Silas and he's going to attempt to make fun of me probably with a bunch of mom jokes, but it's going to be a good time. And we're going to go from there. Um, you probably heard in episode one, me talking about our podcast called Slicing Bread, which will eventually come out at some point when we can line up our schedules. But until then, Ronnie is putting me on the back burner because he's an asshole like that. <laughs> it's, it, it, I gotta work on it. I will work on it. I'll work on it. We'll get it done. Ronnie's all professional with this shit, so oh. we gotta be we gotta be strategic with it. <laughs> hey, there's a time and place for everything. Yeah. All right, Ronnie, introduce yourself, my man. What's going on, man? My name is Ronnie, and I run Try to Music and Films, um, and I've been in business for about ten years now with the music side of things. And uh, films, we started uh, 2017, and we've been with, uh, yeah, we've been doing that for about four years, or three years, three and a half years now. And uh, yeah, it's, it's been fun. It's been, uh, like, we started chatting when Darren started his first shop down on, uh, on 18th Street there with, with uh, one, do- one garage door bay, or two garage door bay. Uh, two bays, two, yeah. two bays there, and uh, we started to do some videos, and we've been bros ever since so Absolutely. thanks for thanks for having me on the podcast dude of course my first my first podcast got like uh i don't know a hundred a hundred views or something like that so i should be able to get you about 80 by now because i'm sure people are done, done listening to me <laughs> um silas introduce yourself my name is silas hofer i'm an ex-hutterite i'm sure darren has quite a few things to say about that <laughs> I work for Ronnie. I'm a full-time editor for Trident Films, along as a shooter for... A hutterite that's a shooter. Go figure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you give me like two seconds? Yeah. <laughs> I need to work here, man. That's about it. I don't know. Thanks for having me on there. Absolutely. And now we have... 42 viewers. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess, uh, yeah, Silas started working with Ronnie, and then I met Silas through Ronnie, and mm-hmm. Ronnie I met through tags on Facebook of mm-hmm. doing some videos for business stuff. Um, it's pretty funny because at my old job, I was everybody called me Jacob all the time because I sold tires and I would have to go on Hutterate runs all the time to the colony so everybody always called me Jacob to make them feel more comfortable so when I met Silas I was telling them the story and I told them my name was Jacob Waldner and he I think he believed me for a little I did bit. for a second yeah I was like wait wait what you actually look like a Hutterate <laughs> but no it's just the first time I, I saw this guy Silas on uh, Instagram and it's just like um, one of my one of our staff uh, is like, okay, you gotta check out this guy. He's pretty good. And he does some stuff on Colony. I'm like, okay, is he gonna get out of the Colony to get some work done? I was like, eh. And I started DMing him. He's like, I'm not sure. Maybe sometime, possibly. And finally, he's like, okay, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> We're like, okay. <laughs> and he's been with us ever since, and can't complain. It's been fun. 
So what those videos look like when he first came out, were they just like him taking videos of like cows and pigs and <laughs> eggs and how they're formed? There and... was a cow video. There was, <laughs> there was basically a, uh, like a harvesting season. There was a combine, combines like tons of them on the far, on the field. He was drones. taking videos of that with the drones and uh, fishing. Uh, a couple fishing on the water and then... That's uh, what I want to get into. I want to get Ronnie fishing in summer. He's never fished in his life. And How are you fished? Just catfished. Catfished. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie's just catfished. You need tender? Yeah, I, I, I've fished lots in my life, man. Yeah, my my stepdad growing up was an avid hunter and fisher, so yeah, I've fished. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't touch anything that's fucking slimy. <laughs> How do you live with yourself? Yeah. <laughs> with not, yourself. not even myself. <laughs> so, yeah. That's... Yeah. Can't complain. So, but now it's just like uh, we're in a we're in a month month and a half breaks, just catching up a lot of backlog of uh, wedding uh, videos we've done. So we're we're getting through it. We've got like five more, I want to say, and uh, we should be done 2019 by then. So. It'll be it'll be fun. <laughs> it'll be once we get through that, it's like oh, we got it done. That's good. So it'll be a, it'll be a relief. But uh, at this point, we just got a month long break with all the corona stuff going on. So Silas would probably be done fucking editing if he didn't yeah. just make hundred eight pictures of yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Was he he was literally editing it stops midway one o'clock he stops editing and then he goes yeah, I gotta make this the best time I gotta I gotta make sure I fucking troll Darwin as much as it. possible and then he just went way way more. I love it. <laughs> he, every time I was like what do I say? It was like dude come up with it. What do you want to say? No, I came up with half of them. Half. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I just I there was like a fine line of shit talking where you. There's like, you don't want to go too far, so it's still funny. Yeah, you got to stop at some point. Yeah. Well, there's no stopping with you. You always take it like that one step yeah. further. You got to go to the line where normal people stop. Yeah. And then that's where you fucking start and keep going because that's the Darvo line. And you just but you can't go too far because people think you're serious. Yeah. Like yesterday on Facebook, one of my friends commented, and I'm like, go fuck yourself with a gun. Like, I can't imagine how many people are staring at that. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Totally joking, though. No. Uh, no, yeah, so it's just uh, this right now. So we'll get get over and uh, get through this slump, and we'll go. How has the business been with you? Um, to be honest, uh, business has been pretty decent. It is getting into our busy time of the year, so we're uh, still ramping up, but having to split our appointments so that way instead of having five or six in during the day, we've got to split it up to have like two in the morning, two in the afternoon, two in the evening, and then uh, go and have weekends, Saturdays and Sundays, which were typically closed. We opened that, so it's a little bit tough. Some long days and long nights, but with very minimal reward because usually we're full and then working in the evenings and on weekends because we're overloaded, which right now it's kind of an underload, but overload hours, which is whatever. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. We have all staff that's family here, so one of us catches it, the rest of us are going to catch it, right? So, mm -hmm. we got to be super cautious. That's crazy. And this is like not just every business, right? Yeah. Like, every business, once like people start staying inside, getting sick, not being able to work, and then everything just stops. It's yeah. crazy how... And it's like we've never seen this kind of where people just sit at home, not like, you know, social distancing is like one of the first times yeah. everybody's sort of practicing it and seeing the effects of it and 
uh, restaurants especially just huge hit events huge hit so it's crazy the worst part of it all is that our bills don't stop our business that might, is but true. our bills won't so that is true we gotta keep uh, going there's yeah rents there mortgages there you gotta pay for them all but, yeah yeah it's just it's just how it hit in a weird way too right so for us in the event industry like we have our off season which is like between november and march basically um like after march we start ramping up and it's like full force in april may june all the way till end of october mm -hmm. and now the off season's extending into april because every event got rescheduled or canceled so now our busy season is going to be made october which is going to be a short time we're going to get it through a lot of events and our bills and everything that start we start paying because we turn them off for the off season and then start for the summer starts uh pushing through so it's just like what is going on but well, it's weird because we we literally have no control over this so mm -hmm. as business owners when we decided to be business owners we knew that i mean debt was inevitable to start and we know that there's going to be cancellations because people are sick or whatever, but everything kind of all hit at once like a fucking freight train. And then uh, you're in the middle of your business and all of a sudden you run out of fucking toilet paper and what the fuck do you do? <laughs> dude, like, I still, dude, Superstore, Walmart, Sobeys, they're all out of toilet I'm paper. I'm going to switch to that. That's towels. Twice absorbent. <laughs> People get switched to Bounty. <laughs> the ad is twice. It absorbs everything twice. Like, why not just switch to Bounty? Like, make it easier on people. You must. I'm pretty much just going to spray wheel acid on it and jump in the shower or put it in the fucking eye wash station in the bathroom at this point. Like, or just Pam. Or Pam, yes. Pam your ass at the beginning of the day and oh, she'll slide right off. Yeah. We could ceramic coat your butthole if you want. <laughs> I'll keep you nice yeah. and See Darren in private. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a whole other private point. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Assume the position. Yeah, assume the position. Just bend over and then you just drive by with your ass hanging out the window and we'll give you a quick pressure wash on the way out. No big deal. <laughs> Dude, man, it's it's crazy just like the idea of it is that the virus like I, I tell people all the time too it's like somebody somewhere read the first symptom of coronavirus was mass diarrhea and then so everybody just went fucking toilet paper well then there was like a tiktok of like five friends that were just fucking with people and they like ran into a costco and bought like a whole bunch of toilet paper and then yeah people just like fucking freaked out Jesus. Just... i took my stepdaughter into walmart like i guess it was like last friday kind of when everything kind of really started unraveling like the day after so we went in and we seen the guy like stocking up shelves in the toilet paper aisle, but like not toilet paper. So when I walked by, I was like, hey man, do you guys have any toilet paper? And the dude like instant panic. You could see it on his face. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, I'm just kidding, bro. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's okay. He's like, no, seriously, there was a fist fight in here earlier today. I'm no. like, get the fuck out of here. He's like two full grown men, like one put two, oh, two things God. of toilet paper in his cart. One grabbed one and like the fight started. Like it was unreal. I'm like, are you fucking like, serious? He's like, it was serious. surreal. Like I couldn't even believe it. Like, this is what I like. Our generation, we're gonna tell our kids to be like, you know, our <laughs> our parents tell us like we walk ten miles to get to school. Up, uphill both ways. Uphill both ways. Had to fuck thirteen donkeys on the way so they wouldn't fuck us. Yeah. <laughs> and up on, <laughs> and it was winter minus thirty. 
And now we have to tell our kids, yeah, we have to fight for toilet paper at Walmart. Like, yeah, it's people, it's just, it's going to be absolutely nuts. And, and, and they just, they just don't understand what they need actually compared to what they don't. Like, in a family of four, there was a math done, it was, it was TikTok again today, I saw it. It was like, one roll of paper has like 475 sheets. A Costco, big 30 roll pack, has like some stupid 12,000 something amount of sheets. Like, do the math. If you're a four-people person, if you did the math, it was like, you had to shit 45, 182 times a day between the four people for you to use up all the 14 packs of, or 12 packs of car, uh, 30-roll uh, toilet paper you bought from Costco. 182 times a day. Like, if you're shitting 182 times a day, you just did you math for me. Now I know why Matt's in the bathroom so much. He's using a whole <laughs> roll of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like that's it's a, that's a lot. Yeah, it's it's like it, like people like I'm, like what like not even food. The first little while it was just a wave of toilet paper. I thought it was some sort of a troll. Like people were all in on this big trolling of taking toilet paper, but no, they were serious. Yeah, it's, it's they legit. were serious. They were hunkering down with fucking toilet paper. I couldn't believe it when I went there. There was a whole bunch of cookies on the shelves, but no toilet paper. So then I had to start wiping my ass with Dad's good earrings. It was fucked up, man. <laughs> Why <laughs> you didn't choose Oreos over? No, like, take the white part or softer. Oreos will scratch my butt. <laughs> soft, just soft. Dude, we're trying to be. We're trying to be serious here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's no. crazy. So, what's uh, what's your plan of action for once all this kind of starts? Well, to right now we just and we just started too. We just our focus is just get a lot of a lot of the back end stuff sort of in order because when 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 shit gets normal it's gonna hit the ceiling like everybody wants to go out everybody's gonna make sure things happening so uh, on the other hand i'm thinking wait they're not all gonna have money to do things but mm -hmm. at the same time um we just want to be ready for the next little while so there's a lot, it, i guess it, it's sort of a tiny bit of a blessing in disguise where you know makes you slow down just move things to think think about how you're doing things and what you need to change, how you need to change, organize your life, organize your business a little bit. So that's what that's the sort of the face I'm in right now. So we've got another what thirty days of this. So I guess we start looking at it in a sense of okay, what do we need to fix? What do we need to clear up? What do we need to make efficient? So when we start rolling, everything's smooth and working. Uh, in high, like I'm literally about a day or so away from putting out on. Um, ad for hiring people like to hiring two or three guys just so i can train them now and have the time yep. to do it and when the season hits it's just like go 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 yeah so, and i think we're kind of in the same boat we're gonna get ready to bring someone on yeah. start training them now so that way as it's slower we can kind of work with them and then when it gets busier we won't have to stop what we're doing to help them right so so that's sort of where we're at right now and i, I guess in a sense um, you just gotta write it out. It's not like just you getting affected. It's not just you and your neighbor. It's everybody. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's getting affected. People working in, you know, corporate, or to keep people working every day, daily wage, daily labor. Everybody's getting affected. Yeah. I feel bad for the people in the low income bracket more, just because it's it's like they some of them live paycheck to paycheck, and it's uh, um, it's hard. And, Again, my fiance, she works for HR for a local construction company, and 
she had to lay off a lot of people who literally didn't have any other issues other than this whole slowdown of uh, because of the virus and they had to go home and they had to figure out what they're gonna have to do and people were told you know this is what's happening and restaurants being owners of small restaurants I know like they have to let their staff go because this whole thing is happening and it's funny enough everybody's understanding yeah and they know it's not their fault it's, it's just the way everything is right now so and once things get back to normal they'll all be brought back to work and it'll yeah. be business as usual or whatever our new normal, yeah, I guess, normal is yeah at that point I guess every business every individual has to sort of take this time as a self evaluate self evaluate themselves to how can I be better when this gets done how can I be you know like physically mentally emotionally like it's just it's just it's like in a world where everybody's running fast let's just take this time and just slow down connect deeply a lot more with family and friends and let's just make this count because stop and more. stop and smell the roses uh-huh. or in silas's case stop and smell the wheat barley's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree. Like how fast your your life gets affected when you can't go to the gym or you can't yeah. go out to eat out every day to your local restaurants or any restaurant for that matter, even chain restaurants. Like it's well, yeah, it's just not just family businesses like eggs closing and you know McDonald's stop with in and McDonald's turns yeah. all of them no more indoor yeah. customers anymore. So it's just every everybody's affected. Like it's not not a specific subset it's just yeah. blanket everybody yeah right so yeah it was just at this point we're doing that and trying to be ready when things if things will start up back again so when it starts up we're gonna be ready for it so that's where we're at but until then just you know take some time and play some video games get some work done yeah Watch some of your favorite videos. <laughs> Edit some videos. Yeah, I think uh, so. I think the biggest thing right now is everybody's got to do some strategic planning on mm-hmm. how they're going to market their business after all this kind of clears and what's going to be most beneficial to to every everyday life because right. people aren't going to have that extra cash or they're going to be more mindful of what they're spending their money on and how they're going to spend it and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So, I mean getting a videographer in to take a video of your family all day to show how amazing you are because you want to post it on social media may not be your first priority but when you're getting married and you want to have a mm-hmm. video to show how amazing your wedding was then that's something or just remember the wedding itself right like yeah. that that's a one-day thing and people are changing that one-day thing because they want it to be amazing so yeah. when I they agree. want to remember it for the rest of their lives you're married 40 50 60 years um, you know, you want to remember that day, so that's important for them. So we're all, we're all basically taking a step back to make sure we push harder, move further. And, and if history has showed us anything, it's just always, we always move forward. So that's, yeah. that's it. So yeah, that's the same with us. Um, I've been mar- writing down some marketing plans. Obviously, not right now, but eventually get into reminding people why removing your bacteria and that kind of stuff from your vehicles are so important. And, mm-hmm so crucial any time of the year not just cold and flu season not just at virus time but all the time so i mean it's super important for Dude, us you should like have like a, some sort of if, if there's a thermal camera of some sort that only looks at bacteria inside a car when it's dirty i, I actually like... did work with dr shine in winnipeg uh, probably like two or three years ago now mm-hmm. and he actually like what they what they did was they took like small parts of 
small parts of the vehicle, small parts of like a guy's shoe. And they actually put it under like a microscope to see what was under there. And that stuff you would see, like there was like feces. There was fucking like all sorts of gross shit on there. It was disgusting, man. Like, it was super gross. Like, you walk with that shoe into your car, you drive, you go places, you go to the bathroom in the public places. Yep. You come back, you remove that shoe at the door, hoping you remove that shoe. Some people walk into the middle of their house with that shoe, <laughs> walk into the kitchen with that shoe. Like, well, the, just... the worst part that people don't think about is, like, you don't walk into your house with your shoes on. But, yeah, you get into your car that has carpet in it, you jump in it, you fucking drive... All that shit goes onto your carpet. Then you jump out. It freezes, compacts. It's growing, and then they jump in their car to go drive away. And they crank the fucking heat, and of course the heat so blows on the ground, so and they all come yeah. back up. And then they wonder why the fuck they're sick all the time. They're literally driving in a bacteria capsule. It's fucking disgusting it's when you crazy. think about it. Like, yeah. And when they have kids and stuff too, especially right. So like, kids yeah. jump in everything and anything and, and food. Fuck, man, we've found, like, full lasagna packages underneath seats with mold on it. We've seen, like, man, like, so much food under seats just molding away, like, old, wow. stale French fries. Like, oh, I mean, it's typical. It's yes. so typical. Yeah. But it's just one of those things. Like, a lot of people don't have, don't have time to clean it. They just don't. Like, in today's world, you're always rushing to exactly. do the next thing. You're either sports or you're trying to rush in between jobs and that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. So... So you gotta, gotta be. You gotta take time to do that. So it's just cra it's crazy that people don't. But oh well, we'll get there. Yeah, and like one of the the biggest things already that we've been faced with is um, nurses, doctors, police officers, that frontline staff that mm -hmm. they work their their shift work, so they work all night, and then they do that for four days. They get a day off, and then they work all days, and then they get a day off, and they work all nights again, or whatever the case. So. They're already having a hard time keeping up, and now they're on this crazy schedule with uh, the coronavirus mm -hmm. out there. That um, I know you and I have banded together with a lot of yeah. small local companies. Like they, uh, they are essential players at this time yeah. everywhere, right? Yeah. So they are super important. Like it, people, it, it's crazy. Like Twitter is like, oh, you you thought like big corporations and big businesses and other important people were essential people in your life bankers no like right now essential people are your nurses and your and your hospital staff and your you know policemen and the firemen like who? and the ECEs like the early childhood educators oh, like I mean they're not a high paid they don't make 100 150 grand a year they're fairly decent waged I mean pretty generic but then now they're getting called back to work to take care of these kids that are four frontline workers so I mean who's really the frontline right like you look at the military like you have your combat people and I mean imagine if all the generals and stuff had to stand in front like front, it's yeah. pretty crazy you know or and then especially too right now like a lot of teachers they don't want to let the classes go so they're trying to do online courses and mm -hmm. then that and and then sometimes some part some parents are like okay, we're gonna be home too we might as well just homeschool kids yeah. and <laughs> two days in I had like watched a Facebook post I guess like uh, or Twitter tweet it was like Man, I, I have a whole nother level of respect for teachers now that I'm day two into quarantine and homeschooling kids. Like my own kids, and I want to kill them. I can only imagine. <laughs> then times up by 21 to 24. Exactly. Right? Just running wild. Yeah. Like, like, and teachers don't get the appreciation and in, in, in the, in the, in the kudos they need. Like, it's crazy. And then we wonder why they're all assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, it's a uh, it's a scary time, but I know that we've teamed up with um, some local companies like ourselves, obviously yeah. Shea Angela, Soul Fire. Intent, Fire, Fast Fired Pizza, 
um, Forbidden Flavors, TV Repair, Evolve Assurance, Clean Under Pressure. Like there's a bunch of us that have teamed up and we're gonna make sure that they get the appreciation, at least from us, um, to know that they've done a good job and they've done what we need. I mean, we need to make sure that they're praised and they have a nice weekend or a nice day to relax and right. take some time for themselves and their family and stuff. And I think that's super, super important. So, um, yeah, I know you're pretty well-rounded on the virus. I'm very well-rounded on it, but no. I have two different aspects of it because personally, I'm like, I don't know. I just have my personal beliefs, which which are whatever. Like I believe it's a real virus. I'm not saying it's fucking built by the government. I'm not saying this or that. <laughs> even though I posted on it's Facebook, it's not built just by to, the Illuminati. <laughs> even though I posted it on fucking Facebook the other day just to get people fired up because I fucking think it's hilarious. But um, I mean that's what I do. I talk shit, get people fired up, and mm-hmm. see how many people cry about it and change change their reactions and stuff because it's hilarious. But. It's just um, the amount of fake news that are going out that sure. about this virus that people just believe anything and everything they read, right? Yeah. Like Silas, like tell the story that you're talking about the the how someone from the Dearborn got in and that he met with uh, the family. That turned out to be all rumors. All rumors, completely, yeah. exactly. And the, but it just how like fast it spreads. And how fast all of a sudden there's fear in people because holy shit now someone someone has it, I might have it. Oh, they met with them. They might have it. like it's like people believe the new everything that they read online is true. And and like this other day, people were believing in Italy like the water in Venice is like so clean now it's not polluted because people are not there. The dolphins are back and the swans are back and the by the water and I'm like that is not true. Nat Geo said. That is totally not true. The swans still exist. They still are there. The dolphins do come. They don't never. They don't walk into the canal, but but they're just by the end of the canal when they meet the they meet the ocean. But it's just fake news that are going out that makes you feel good. Yes, it's a feel good news. Yes, pollution's gone. It's great, but it's still not true. That's why how they get every other thing too, right? Yeah. It's just like the news that's out there. Everybody believes. Oh, <laughs> I was so mad when. Oh, people start calling it the Chinese virus. I'm like, oh my god, you motherfuckers. Although I did hear a good one the other day. Somebody <laughs> commented on Facebook, and I guess Donald Trump was calling it the Kung Flu. <laughs> That's just pretty, pretty fucking creative. <laughs> and everybody was Kung Flu fighting. <laughs> That is funny. That's that's pretty funny. I don't know. I take I take a little bit of a heartache. Like I mean, lots of people were making fun of Chinese people and saying it's all Chinese people, and they're getting pretty pretty shitty towards Chinese people. And like my half brother or sister, Mm -hmm. they're they're half Asian. So like I I take that shit personally. Like that'd be the same thing. Like if people were sitting there like to a degree talking about natives like I would take that personally because I'm half native my right. girlfriend's native like right. we would take that right. personally it's, and I would stick up it's, for it again it's because people think oh it's originated there these people eat random shit and it's like no the way it worked they've been eating bats for fucking centuries yeah. like they know what the meat is they know what it is they've been eating it for centuries how come it just all of a sudden appeared like there's gotta be some sort of underneath underlying underlying truth to it but it's not just all of a sudden like we've been and you know talked to and 
you know, lived in a civilization with people from China and everywhere. Like, it's not like it's now that they're eating bats and now yeah. it's a big deal. It's just people don't try to dig in because, oh, they read the headline and walk away with it. Yeah. And it's just pissing. They don't have the story so and they run with it. Yeah. And, then, and, and then they fight it. That's like, oh, this CNN said this, this, and this. I'm like, <laughs> CNN's doing that to make sure you keep watching CNN. Yeah. Like, it's. They're it, only going to sit talk about the bad because. And that's, that's, that's what keeps you up there and that's what keeps you there. Like, it's not. not not every news source even is trying to be well and then I, I read another post too that says like think about the posts that you're clicking on like everything is filtered with ads so it's all pay-per-click on these ads like 100%. they're just driving you to their page with very minimal truth and a whole bunch of like expanded fake in it right like 100%. so they're taking a very small story and then they're creating a whole bunch out of it that's that's half truth and then people are clicking on it, and the further they scroll and they're hitting these ads, well, they're getting more and more payment for it. So, I mean, we've got to be cautious of that. And, and it's just, you would think common sense is something that you could have, but just people don't. And it's, when a headline seems too good to be true, it is because it is. Yeah. It's not, they inflate the headline to make sure you click it, read the whole thing, and understand the wrongest information at all times. It's, yeah. And how it spreads, and, and people start talking about how, how fast it spreads and how it works. Everybody, again, there's ignorance everywhere, hence why there's toilet paper missing from the shelf. Yeah. Because it's not what you need. You, maybe yeah. you need a hand sanitizer or Lysol. Even that, the doctors are saying you might need it. Don't hoard it. Like how the dude from uh, tried to hoard, what was it, $17,000 worth of hand sanitizer? And then got and blocked from like well, eBay and everywhere. Because he was trying to sell them for like $70 yeah. a bottle. Like, listen, I people are shitting on him. I understand the hustler mentality behind it. Yeah. I totally do. Like, you bought it for money and you wanted to sell it. It's. It's like, dude, how do you think military works? How do you think yeah. weapons, like war is built on money and selling it for a higher price? I understand it. But the dude got greedy. That's where the problem was. Motherfucker, the time is not now. <laughs> Man, add, add $2 to it. Exactly. Like you buy it for 10 bucks, sell it for 15 I get it. Yeah. Like it's fine. No, you don't buy it for 10 bucks and sell it for 70 yeah. Like that's just too much. Now you're just stuck with seventeen thousand dollars worth of hand yeah. sanitizers. You know, and then you're gonna have to sell it for fucking three dollars less than you paid because you're a fucking idiot. Right, like, so use your fucking brain. It's just it, like people go overboard with things and and they don't un, they don't take time to understand everything. They take opinions as facts and move forward with it. It's yeah. just well, and the thing is, is like right now, lots of people are thinking, well, if this person gets coronavirus, like anyone that they've came in contact with. But I mean, that's not fully true. It's like a cold, like a common cold, common flu. And I'm not comparing the two, but like you're not 100% likely to contract the virus if you don't come into direct, or if you mm -hmm. come into direct contact with mm -hmm. somebody who has it. However, you are likely to get it. But then that's keeping up on your health. So if you're typical to the gym and you don't have asthma and you don't have a respiratory issue, you have a greater chance of not contracting it and then fighting against it if you do. Um, and if you do have asthma, I mean, you, you have a fight ahead of you for sure, but I mean, and, 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 the, and the idea is too, just it's a virus. There's a life cycle for how long a virus can last. Like if you, let's say you met the person and someone is in contact with them or you touch something the person touched maybe 12 hours later or 13 hours later, like the virus is dead 12 hours in because the lifespan of a virus without a host is only 12 hours. Oh, yeah. Like people, oh, he's got, he touched that three days ago. I can't go do, no, it's just dumb. Like yeah. it's, yeah, it's a, it's a regular flu with a very fast cont um, contaminating virus uh, factor to it. 
So it's a flu. If it's a regular flu, is if I if I get one, there's most possibly you might get one. You might get the flu. Yeah. But with the, this coronavirus, if I get it, there's possibility it might affect four people around me. Yeah. Or five people around me. There's a number. It's like R naught is what they call it, and it's like R naught is what it is. Is a multiple of how many people it will affect. So. That's why we're doing social distancing because the R naught is higher in how many people it affects. Yeah. So it's just. Well, I mean, social distancing isn't gonna isn't gonna end it, but it's gonna flatten the curve. So 100%. you're gonna see a lot and less that's, cases. Like, and that's why lot. we're doing this. And then exactly. I, but at the same time, like you can't be dumb about oh, I, this person touched this place three days ago. I'm not gonna not gonna even appear next to it. I'm like that's not how it works. Yeah. So again, yeah, people need to get their news. They need to get their facts straight. And for that, they need to spend time to know where the right facts is from. Well, I mean, the CDC has a lot of information on their website, and that is straight to the fucking point. But it's not fancy information. It's it's just, it's not fancy. It's not not showing so many people. It's not showing the the reality to it. I mean, it's, it's it's showing the reality and the facts of it. It's not showing the drama side of it that CNN and other news things create. Like, not I'm not just targeting on CNN, but just every news... Just everybody does. Everybody does it. Yeah. You, so, think that, you think this is going to change anti-vaxxers' opinions? Just, well, where just, the fuck are they now? They're sitting with the fucking people sitting off the railway, and they're sitting with all these motherfuckers This is exhibit shit. A about how fast this can happen. Yeah. Because, like, a month ago, you were like, oh, someone is sick in China? Mm-hmm. That won't come here. Dude, yeah. Crazy part about this. So I hear about this coronavirus. Everybody hears about this coronavirus in December in Wuhan in December. Like I'm, I'm like in New York in December and I hear about it. Not worried at all. Not yeah. a single thing. Um, January hits. Like it's in America. Yeah. Like February, it's like okay, people are get starting to get really sick, and it's like Italy's like crazy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it didn't hit me. Like, you were listening to this news. It didn't hit me until we were at the gala, at the Brandon Chamber gala. Oh, yeah. Like, that in Brandon here, got canceled. That got canceled. So we're setting up the photo booth there, and we're supposed to be there that evening. Right. And everything is set up. You walk into that building at the Manitoba room, it was just decked out. It was yeah, it beautiful. Looked beautiful, yeah. yeah. And we're setting it up. I'm finished set up. Cool. Let's go take a photo. We're about to power it on to take a test photo. I get a call from Alex saying, oh, I'm not sure if you heard it, Gala's canceled, I hope you didn't set up anything. I'm like, what? So while I'm on the phone, I see Brian White, the banquet manager, I see the sales manager, Connie, I see the guy working, everybody's on their phone at the same time. They're literally getting this information as where I'm talking to her on the phone. And that's when it hit, it was just like, holy shit, we are scared, like, it's happening. Well, and if, if history's taught us anything, like look at uh, September 11th, right? When that when that happened, it was the same thing. Like I remember, I was in junior high. I walked into school. It was fucking silent. I was late because I was fucking always late because I was an asshole like that. I thought my time was more important than everyone else's. But I walked in. It was quiet, and I walked into class. I'm like, "What the fuck's up?" And everybody's like, "Bro, like two planes just hit a building." I'm like, "Here?" And they're like, "No, like in New York." But then, like, I remember I was like looking. At the time, you know, you don't think about it, but like looking back, the stock markets crashed. The fucking Everything. people were in panic. People were hiding. Like people did not leave their house. Crazy. This, this is like this reminds me so much of that, mm. but just it's invisible and it's a virus, right? Like 100%. people aren't seeing it first. It's, it's they're seeing people getting affected by it. And and here's the part: people don't. Some people are are dumb enough to be like, I didn't see anybody affected. I don't know anybody that's affected. So I don't think this is even true. I'm like, dude, let's 
just don't be moron. Like, yeah, don't be naive. Exactly. I, I mean, I posted some of that shit on Facebook because <laughs> I'm like, but my whole point was like, until it affects somebody that I know personally, like, I'm it, not going to think of it seriously because nobody else is. 100%. So, like, why I the fuck am I going to end my life? Even though I'm saying that, indirectly, I was the same. Yeah. It didn't affect, it didn't hit me that coronavirus is here until our Brandon Chamber Gala got canceled. Yeah. Like, I'm looking at the news South by Southwest got canceled, Facebook FA, Google I.O., all these big, big tech conferences getting canceled. Yeah. The couple BJ conferences I follow, they're getting canceled. I'm like, it's still not hitting me. And then the moment I'm in the gala, it's canceled. Everything is set up, bro. Like, this is yeah, decked yeah. out gala set up. Yeah. Food for 500 people is Cooked, done. Ready to go, yeah. And it's canceled. So that's when it hit me. So, like, I, I understand some people's mentality of, oh, I don't see anybody. Like, it doesn't have to fly. But you have to understand it's come. It, it's got – it's what we're trying to do right now is to reduce the impact of it. Yeah. Um, I think my impact was uh, – I didn't know anyone that had – Affected because nobody in Brandon has it, which is amazing. However, I look at all my friends that have small businesses or even large businesses, corps, they're working for other people and like watching them adjust their life. And then, like, I've had a couple of people in here to chat and they're like, you know, like, I'm closing and I don't think I'm reopening. And I know, like, Mike from Patches Family Restaurant, I was chatting with him because we're really cool. built a good friendship over our business connection mm -hmm. being across the street from each other. And he said, you know, I'm, I'm trying my hardest. He's like, but. I, I don't know how much longer I can stay open and keep paying people. And like, you can tell he's just taking it to heart. And then like, you look at Forbidden Flavor Shiloh, like unfortunately they had to close because the military base is closed. And like, that's when it really started hitting me. I'm like, the shit's here. Like it's real. Like everybody is Everybody's fucking needing paid. to needing to hide. And it's, it's not even really like I want to hide. Like, it's not like there's bombs fucking dropping from yeah. the sky, but like, we're, wanting, we're needing to hide because everybody else is taking their precautions, which is super important. And I mean, it's awesome to see everybody actually banding together, working together as business, people, community, like it's great. And it's creating ripple effect across the board, right? We're mm -hmm. seeing it in a crash market crashing, like grass prices. What is it in Brandon? 79.6 79 or something. Yeah. And in Winnipeg, it's 70 cents. Alberta two days ago was 56. Yeah. Like it's so bad. Yeah. And, and as an economy, people see all this and it's creating fear on top of that and everything too. It's just, and for some people it hits hard and I, and I, and I'm not, I'm not saying no, like let's say the 30 day goes for another 30 days or another six, 50 days even like we're going to have to think about closing shop. Like it's cause I think we're based on events. Like events yeah. is what we thrive on yeah. and people getting together is what we make business like happen. And when that's gone, like everything is gone. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, yeah, it's it's a tough it's a tough situation to be in, but at the same time we gotta take this all for the team. And when we come out, it's gonna be a different type of adjustment. Like when yeah. we come out of this, we're and, gonna we're gonna have a new normal. Yeah, like a whole world of normal, dude. Like it, and and my thing is still that oil war going on, and everything around that is still gonna be affecting, right? So. Yeah. And this is causing mortgages, deferred, rents, well, everything. I remember watching a video about like five, maybe six years ago where the guy was like, there's only one way, there's only selective ways to help, um, help downgrade interest rates, mortgage rates, rental rates, like all that. And he's like, it's, it's war, it's some sort of virus that affects the economy. It's stuff like that. And then when I got thinking about it, so like when I first originally heard about it, I'm like, well, 
I don't know, and this is fucking focus, focus, the rich get richer, the poor get poor, and yeah. fucking all these small businesses, and like this is what's going on, whatever. But I mean, as it starts to unfold, you can start seeing that like maybe there is something more to the story, but at the end of the day, this is still a virus that's gonna like grow through us. And I mean, I do see, I think, like I remember in the early 90s, interest rates on mortgages were like 19%. I do see rentals coming down because people won't have the same, inf like the same uh, cash flow they used to have. Like I do see a lot of that. And I right. see like it, our stock market's gonna take a while to climb up again mm -hmm. and our gas price will probably skyrocket this fucking summer like like they gotta make it like loss make up the losses so they're yeah. gonna go crazy with it and i mean all this ei stuff yeah it's all great that justin trudeau's rolling it out but i think people really need to start thinking about what it's gonna cost us and how it's gonna cost us in the long run like who, who's fucking paying for this like you have to understand groceries are not going up but they're not going down either no they're gonna stay the same like when you're not gonna walk into fucking walmart tomorrow and buy a four liter jug of milk for a buck There's no it's, it's not way. gonna happen at the same time your income's gone down like your income goes down easy now like because you're an ei yeah so now when you were making a thousand bucks of four but juggly jug of milk didn't make sense it was not a big deal yeah. now you're gonna be on like 60 percent. like you're gonna be 600 yeah. bucks so you think about it your checks are a thousand bucks every two weeks yeah. and then your fucking checks are 600 you have a thousand dollars a month in rent like i mean you only have fucking 100 bucks Which left to fucking buy groceries everything. and pay bills and like everything it's crazy it's, it's crazy it sucks but yeah, it's just, it's all of that. And again, understanding that it hits everybody just as much and, and understanding it, it's not just, you know, your only fault or whatever. Like it's, 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 it's everybody's getting affected. Yeah. We gotta be, be understanding about it, right? So when you go out and under, or talk to people about it. Yeah. Yes, you have your problems too, but the same thing, everybody has their own problems. Yeah, it's not like the first time I lost my business where I was just naive and trusted the wrong fucking person and didn't even see it coming. Like, it was like a fucking baseball bat with a blinking fucking light on it, like a fucking moron. Like, I mean, this is everybody. It's not yeah. just me. It's not just you. It's not just local, and it's not just major corpse. Like, it's right. like literally everybody's everybody. taking a hit right now, right. which fucking so, sucks. It's uh, it's part of it's, it's a thing. And then I watched a TED Talk by Bill Gates. This was like five years ago. Um, I just thought again the other day too. It was um, it was about the bull outbreak, but he said you know he he walked into the TED talk with a barrel with like stuff and then rolled it up and said, you know this is the barrel that my parents had if there was a nuclear war because back in my day when I was younger like nuclear war was the biggest thing that was going to happen next and we need to be ready if something happens to bunker down. But you know what? That's not what we're going to need. The next biggest devastation or destroying of any sort of human life is going to be virus and not a war. And and then he talked about how Ebola happened, how it's breaking, like how many people are getting infected, how fast and everything like that. And then somehow it was contained because people acted fast on it. But he mentioned was we're still not ready if this hits on a global scale. Yeah. Like the other day it was a fact which was like America spends 978 billion on military 712 billion on like um, some sort of um, some, uh, like some sort of export import stuff and then 6.6 .6 billion on CDC like like you need like you need to understand where to put the money in right yeah. so it's like we're not ready for it and then that was five years ago and whatever he said we're five years ago it's still not ready like the yeah. entire world is under it so mm -hmm. but you know um hope we keep 
the hope up and say, be optimistic and be like, it's going to turn around. We're all going to be okay. And and that's because history showed we're all showed up fine. So yeah. we've been fine and we can be fine. So and there are still smart people working on the virus and the vaccine and everything around it. So Unlike those fucking people that are sitting there and they're like, oh, 18 months of... 18 months at least. I'm like, what? Nah, bro. And then they're like, it takes 18 months to get approved for a vaccine. I'm like, you're fucking stupid. We're literally in a fucking worldwide fucking epidemic. Like, they're FDA not has nothing else other than this yeah. to approve. Yeah. So. Everything's on hold until they figure this out because the whole world is on hold right now. So if you think it's going to be 18 months, you're just a fucking lazy piece of shit hoping to sit at home on fucking EI and that's your wishful fucking thinking. You're an idiot. Like, if it was, like, if it was, forget, forget 18 months, if it was six months from now, like, once winter hits, like, it'll be riots and, like, purge out in the streets. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, we're not waiting until 18 months to be anything. Like, 18 months in, like, we'll be, this will be fucking walking dead. Yeah. Like, there'll be people. We already right. have that with fucking methods. <laughs> <laughs> See, now we're not even talking. About the methods, because that's not even the problem. Right? Even methods are like shit. I don't want the corona. Yeah, right? they're like, oh, I'm fucking going home. I'm gonna sober up in this amount of time. I don't want the corona. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe they're on to something. Maybe they get. Maybe they're immune. <laughs> the method methods were the answer to corona the entire time. Yeah, we just didn't know it. <laughs> when you're already a zombie, you can't become a zombie. No. What's man. your take on this, Silas? You've been pretty quiet and shit. He's just nodding shaking his head a lot. Yeah. I'm not shaking my head. I'm nodding my head. No, yeah, nodding. Ag- in agreement. <laughs> in agreement, yeah. So. No, I think you guys covered most of it. <laughs> I know Silas and I were talking while Ronnie was either jerking off in his car or saying goodnight to his mom or whatever the fuck he was doing in his car before, but uh, <laughs> um, we were talking and I actually Dear seen a God. post <laughs> on Facebook and it was saying that uh, in November, December, there was like this crazy flu that went around and maybe... Like, that was the corona, and that's why we're not seeing so many cases now. And I remember, like, Cheryl was sick for, like, three fucking days, man. And, like, then I got sick, and then I was going to the doctor because I had, right. that, like, a cough for, like, 11 weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they thought I had mild pneumonia. It's like, fuck, maybe we did fucking have it, and we don't even know. No, right. Maybe somebody from fucking Brandon took it to Wuhan and fucking <laughs> 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 Brandon, those Brandon was the epicenter <laughs> of the whole thing. Yeah. So, no, it's crazy. It's, um... I, 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 it's Contagion Zero. It, it, what was it? A Contagion, the movie Contagion had it. Like, what was her name? Um, oh my God, she's Pepper Potts. I keep forgetting her name. Pepper Potts is her Iron Man's girlfriend or it's wife. Not no, it's it's. Scarlett Johansson. No, that's no. Black Widow. All oh, right. Um, sorry. I, I should know this because I'm a fucking nerd. Because I actually think people with coronavirus are going to turn into fucking metahumans. <laughs> and I just missed my opportunity <laughs> to be a fucking Flash. So. No, it's just like the, the early symptoms are shortness of breath, and shortness of breath, the easiest way to figure out if you have Gwyneth coronavirus Paltrow. or not. Yes, Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh yeah. She yeah. was the one that acted in the Contagion, and she was the index patient. So that's that's how they in Wuhan they try to figure out where the next patient was and then it's just like some bad shop was where it came out to be, um, but no it's uh, if you think you have coronavirus like easiest one of the symptoms that sort of attacks you within about fourteen days or so is shortness of breath, like if you feel like you have shortness of breath and you can't. but I do that every time I walk up the stairs so. Uh. <laughs> Not the same? Okay. Not the same. No. <laughs> well, trust me, I, I, I take 15 steps and I need a nap after. <laughs> yeah. Pull uh, a cheeseburger out of the back pocket, <laughs> have a bite, put it back. <laughs> uh, no, hold your breath for like 
15 to 20 seconds if you can. Isn't even in like 10, you just like, like inhale, inhale and then, and then hold, hold it for 10 seconds, seconds and like that'll tell you. Like if you can hold it without feeling completely like you're dying, like you'll be fine. Yeah. So like that just, again, none of us here are doctors or none of us even study for doctors. Or professionals but, in any way. Oh, <laughs> but it's just... It's, I mean, Silas pulled that trick on his sister one time. I'm a doctor, I'll have a look, but... Never <laughs> <laughs> that was your mom. Oh, that was my mom. Is she actually still alive? Yeah. yeah we were talking about that because you and me were having a f- thing on Facebook. I was like, should, <laughs> should I bring his mom into this? Because she could Because there last time he pulled she alive? my mom's dead. <laughs> Maybe one time I'll have my mom and you on a fucking podcast. <laughs> She'll just fucking light you up because she's worse than fucking I am. <laughs> Oh, Darren's mom on a podcast. Can you imagine? I'll fucking tell you right now, man. You better fucking bring a lot of lube because we're going to fuck you up. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I guess at this point, we're just filling time with uh, our back end stuff and same with you guys too. But so, but we, had a, we have a music podcast that will be out yes. for the next little while. Um, yeah, I listened to Ronnie's first music podcast today it's while called, I was working and it was pretty sweet. It's called Isolated, just because why not? Uh, at the time being, it, the name felt actually really fitting. So I just chose with it and then uh, put the first mix out and we shot, I, again, just music, 25 minutes of just great stuff that's out there right now that we like. and. As we go, it'll be different genres, different style, like just cool music to listen and to. You're gonna make here. me a remix of Barbie Girl, right? Hundred percent, absolutely, hundred percent. <laughs> so where's where's your family originally from? So my family's from India. Okay, so and are they seeing like effects of this? Oh, everywhere. Yeah, like it's okay. a lockdown in India right now. Well, I know nobody that. understands. Lockdown means you don't get out of your house. Everybody's on the streets because they got nothing to do at home. Really? So yeah. it's like. It's like they're trying to figure out, they're trying to tell people like it's by caused by, you know, physical contact. So just stay away from people. But at the same time, the temperature in India is right now is like 42 degrees. So it's like hot. Yeah. So like even like viruses need good temperature to sort of. And I mean, the generic population is not going to have fucking air conditioners in their house. I mean, the wealthy probably do, but like general population. Like the air, like you walk out of the store, it's like fucking desert out there. It's just crazy. Because I read another post that was like, oh, if it hits 28 degrees, it's like the virus won't live. Well, so, I mean, I'm like, the virus. Well, fuck Justin Trudeau, fucking get on it, implement this fucking carbon tax, turn this bitch to summer so we can fucking enjoy our time. Let's fucking go, bud. Turn this summer. No, but it's, I, think, it, I think the virus is stops sort of, it's... Uh, it like oscillates at... No, uh, yeah, yeah, it stops at 28, but it doesn't die. It dies at about 60. That's degree Celsius. It's about 140 Fahrenheit. So it dies at 60. So India is like 42, like between 36 and 42 usually. So it's like freaking hot, but still yeah. then like everybody's getting infected and because of the size of the population, like it'll be a big deal if contamination spreads fast. But at the same time, the temperature is different. Like one part of the country has a different temperature than the other part of the country. So it's like completely like, like the south part is like 38, the northern, northern part would be like 22. Okay. So it's like, it's completely different in terms of that. So... When I always kind of wondered if this virus is kind of like a fucking plane flying over water, you know, like yeah, yeah. If, if it's going to run out of fucking gas soon, and like, maybe that's why we're not seeing the effects like Italy. Like it did kind of start over there and kind of went into mass production there. And now maybe it's just gassing out a little bit. Well, yeah. I think Italy there, just know. was careless with it. Right. Yeah. I think. And another story I heard was because there are a lot of smaller designers like in Italy that 
um, Italy, like fashion designers, they bring in people from China, like to, to do, do their the work, work yeah. there. So it's basically a big mass manufacturing plants in Italy yeah. that most of the workers are Chinese. So uh, what they are telling me, what the, what I read was, this the manufacturing plant was sort of the ground zero, and it started spreading out from there. That most of the most of the cases started happening. So they didn't even know it hit them after it hit them really hard, and then they go. Everything's trying to shut down, but the like the effects out there. Yeah. Like it's it's like they're surpassing deaths past China right now. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like like thirty six hundred or something just yesterday alone. Yeah, like it's seven ninety or, or yeah, yesterday I read somewhere it's seven ninety. And I'm that's like, the I, thing. Like, if you're talking fucking business, don't go buy hand sanitizer. Open a fucking funeral home in Italy. Man. <laughs> 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 no time, dog. Dude, people making masks right now. Yeah, I Ma- seen somebody like, in Winnipeg was designer masks. Make people who are making masks right now absolutely banking. Like, like they're they're making bank. So it's like it, again, on one hand, yes, you profit off of other people's, you know, downtime. So. But I mean, whatever. If anybody says, "Well, you're using this epidemic or whatever as like a way to fucking promote," like I mean, we do that with everything in fucking life. It doesn't matter. Right. So I mean, yeah, we're taking the the time to educate people on the effects of bacteria, and then we're saying like, if you don't have a general cold and flu, you have a better chance of fighting the virus. Which we're not saying steaming and fucking cleaning will get rid of the virus because mm-hmm. it fucking doesn't. We know that, but we know that. And it's science proven that if we clean with steam, clean with uh, disinfectant, clean with an all-purpose cleaner, you're less likely to contract a flu, cold, whatever. So then, I mean, it makes fighting the virus a little bit easier. And it's at the end of the day, it's just clean hygiene, right? Just mm. fuck, keep your wash your fucking wash balls. your hands and <laughs> wash your fucking balls. <laughs> wash your hands, wash your face, and just clean hygiene is what we lack. And then, and now it seems like super extra because we're gonna have to wash our hands every fucking. 10 minutes or so like yeah. if you wash your hands let's say every hour or every two hours it's then now yeah or you just just yeah so it's it's it comes down to personal hygiene at the end of the day so when, I, mean, well, I mean some of it's fucking funny we live in a society where like fucking meeting people on like there's so many people that meet people on like tinder plenty of fish in silas's case grinder uh-huh. and <laughs> I'm just throwing you out there because you're not talking. And like, they meet each other and they don't even fucking know each other. They're literally hooking up for random fucking hookups. Like, I mean, fucking quarantine and chill or whatever. Well, you have no idea what that person has. Yeah, man. And they're going and having like unprotected sex and they could get like AIDS, chlamydia, herpes, fucking. What else do you have, Ronnie? And then (laughs) all this shit. And then they're fucking sitting there and they're fucking quarantining themselves in the house because they're scared of a virus. Motherfucker, you have 14 viruses. You slept with a girl with blue waffle last night. Like, what the fuck are you scared of, man? Like, go out. Like, cut your dick off. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, let's go. Oh, my God. So, Darren's on fire. Somebody put him off. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. It's, it's a scary scary situation. I know, like, our, our my employees, Matt, Mike, Sean, um, they're all taking this very seriously. We're, we're respira- respirators. We're gloves, we're fucking washing our hands, like we you have actually... Really grinder and tender? I, well, I, I make Mike grind on me, and Matt grinds on Mike, so it's called the grinder train. So it's a good time. So yeah. they're not allowed to go meet anybody Fuck else. Silas is pushing my table up here, what the fuck? Um, yeah, and we have like a, a very strict hand washing policy. We wash our hands after every chance we get. We don't recycle our gloves anymore. We used to take them off, put them back on. We don't do that anymore. 
Um, we're definitely being mindful of that. And I mean, your guys, obviously, you're not doing your thing, so. Right. But, but yeah, so, yeah, I mean, we just gotta take precautions and be smart and mm-hmm. go from there. And we've gone over my typical 30 minutes, but I think we're just, kind of on a just good case. A bit. And just a bit. <laughs> we have uh, four minutes left before we hit that hour mark, so but let's no, hear yeah. Silas's uh, best hundred accent here. Uh, could we get go to the? <laughs> we need to go to the Tim Hortons because I need to pick up a free wi- Wi-Fi. Free. They have, free they, have, they have a free promotion for the Wiffies today. <laughs> Come on, brother Silas. Let's go I jump think you on do the better. tractor and you head do. out to the Tim Hortons and grab some, some cookies and donuts for the girls. And I want to get your sister in the sleeper sack. Maybe he you, is a Jacob. I think you are a Jacob. <laughs> Maybe he is a Jacob Walmart. Where's your birth certificate? <laughs> I'm AT. I can't be Hutterate. I'm Hutterate half native, maybe. I don't can't know. imagine. All right. So this was uh, Darren from Big Dark Talk Shit. We got Ronnie and we got Silas. And eventually our slicing bread will come out. And basically what you heard at the end of it is basically our slicing bread. Yeah, thing, so. that's, that's what we did. We'll go from there. Ronnie, let's hear your Indian accent, my man. Oh, man. I got nothing. Dude, I seriously don't got that. Hello? See, like Silas can do it. Welcome us to the Quickie Mart. Let's go. Would you like to purchase a Gold Plus premium package? Welcome to the Quickie Mart. Come on, nice to look At the end of it, let's all put our accents on. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. um, Stay safe. Stay healthy. Wash your hands. Wash your balls. um, Wash your doorknobs and fuck your doorknobs. Do whatever you got to do. But we will... uh, Catch everybody. The next one, hopefully, will be Rick from Girls and Smokers, but do it's been hard to your, line up to him. Do not put your genitals anywhere near her doorknob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, let us know what you thought.